Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski piataya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis piataya posnapi notaman and e hisikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. Welcome to the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. I'm your host, Shana Wapus. And as always, today I'm speaking with Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. Good morning, Vaughn. Morning, Shana. Um, so yesterday you sent out an email um, with some good news about our COVID forecast, I guess you could call it. Yeah, you um, could call so- it that. <laughs> Can you talk about that? Yeah, the CDC released a report that I I thought should have gotten a little more press. Um, It was optimistic good news. Um, They said they were cautiously optimistic. um, And they they were thinking that the trajectory of of COVID is improving nationally, essentially. And um, they combined uh, nine different mathematical models and stuff for for the report they were releasing. Um, and it, they all trended downwards um, and said that we likely will see a downward trend of COVID over the next six months. Um, they said, you know, Delta Surge, um, they thought uh, had essentially peaked at this point. Um, they didn't think there was going to be a, a large winter spike like there was last year. And so they were pretty optimistic in saying that we'll, we'll probably have significantly lower covid cases and stuff by you know march of this next year and so um it's good news on that front they weren't worried about any new variants that had sprung up um and so they're they're hoping that we're we're getting to the the end of this tunnel and seeing the light on the other side well i certainly hope so (laughs) yeah me too that'd be great it's been a long long pandemic (laughs) yeah and you know if you want we can we can send you the the article um I know NPR put it out, a couple different smaller news organizations put it out. Um, if you want to read it, we'll put it up for you because it's it's good. It's good. Yeah, that'll be in our show notes. Um, so you said that we're kind of at the peak right now of this surge. We can kind of expect things to probably get better. So that's on that's on a national level. I know locally and stuff, situation is always a little bit different. Sure. Um, you know, we, that's a really good question. If we're at our peak, I, I know our seven day moving average has gone down for the last two days. Not exactly a concrete indicator. Things are getting better, but it's good news. Um, you know, and as far as whether things are getting worse or getting better, the state, you know, about 56% of it's vaccinated. So there's, you know, small incremental improvement there. Um, locally, I know about 67% of, you know, Menominee County, the reservation have been vaccinated, which is great. Um, and you know, just on account of vaccinations, um, it's, it's looking like that if you're vaccinated, you're about five times less likely to get infected with COVID right now. So that's, that's good news. The vaccinations do help most people not get sick. Um, and then regionally, as far as like hospitals go, um, you know, there, there's about 89% of hospital beds that are in use and about 91% of ICU beds, um, that are in use. Uh, sounds really high, sounds really bad, but most most uh, hospitals operate at about 80% capacity at all times and stuff just so they can pay the bills and keep the lights on and stuff. So it's a little high, um, but it's not terrible uh, overall. 
so we're not having like a winter spike hopefully this year is that because of vaccinations that's what they're thinking um they've done a couple other studies and i think we talked about that in previous podcasts where they're they're looking at approximately 80 percent or more of the u.s population already having um some level of immunity to covid and stuff so whether they are exposed to a variant um, it's less likely they'll get infected or they'll have a mild case of it and stuff. So that's kind of where that is right now. Okay. So um, I know you mentioned that they said there's no variants that they're that concerned with, but I was seeing a couple articles about the R1 variation. Is that, do you know about that? You know, I, I researched R1 a little bit and I know there was an outbreak in, you know, a nursing home in Kentucky. That was back in April though. R1 hasn't gotten a lot of press in the U.S. It, it really hasn't been very prevalent. Um, CDC is not marking it as a variant of interest or a variant of concern. So um, you may hear about it. There are also two new variants off of the Delta variant already. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I think they're designated like Delta A1 or Delta 002. I don't remember. Anyway. Wow. They um, always come up with the most snappy names. Yeah. Them. They're just eloquent. Eloquent <laughs> names for these variants. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, but those ones those ones also haven't been indicated as, as being more virulent or more deadly than the Delta type. So um, nothing nothing new and crazy on that front yet, which is good news. Okay. So I know we've we've talked about um, vaccines, COVID vaccines for children under 12. Is there any updates uh, with that at this time? There's a little bit of news, not a ton. Um, Pfizer has been doing a study with uh, 4,500 children enrolled in it. Uh, they're pretty confident that they'll be able to get an emergency use authorization or one of those EAUs um, by the end of October for kids. I believe it's 5 to 11, which is, is good news. Um, Moderna is doing a, a larger study. It has about 12,000 children enrolled. Um, they're being a little more methodical to make sure that there aren't any adverse reactions within theirs. So they're finishing up their, their phase three trials. Um, but again, it's something you can't really rush. So uh, sure, sure. it's slowly moving in the right direction. Okay. Um, and I know we talk about booster shots every week, but they're like the biggest topic right now when it yeah. comes to COVID. Um, so yesterday, um, I saw some news about the FDA approving booster shots uh, for the Pfizer vaccine. Can you talk right. about that? Yeah. So the Pfizer vaccine has been approved uh, to be used as a booster shot for any individual that's immunocompromised, elderly, and they've also approved healthcare workers at this point. Um, because they're on the front line and, and, you know, constantly exposed to new variants and whatnot. Um, and it's for any of those individuals that has had a, a Pfizer shot. You don't want to mix Moderna and Pfizer, um, but had their last Pfizer shot um, six months ago or more. So those are the people that be eligible for boosters at this point. Um, again, they're looking at rollout kind of like they did originally. Um, with, you know, like we said, immunocompromised elderly healthcare workers. Um, and they're still making decisions on, you know, what kind of frontline um, workers and employees are going to be most impacted by any sort of variant. And they're still making up some of their decisions on who will get it next and who will be advised to. So what is the difference between what we were doing before this? Because I know we were doing booster shots for immunocompromised people previously. 
Yeah, basically nothing. I'll be honest about that. <laughs> okay. Um, healthcare, right. healthcare workers <laughs> is the main thing. So okay, they, okay. yeah, they've approved doctors, nurses, you know, phlebotomists, respiratory therapists, anyone that's directly involved in patient care. So can we expect that other uh, COVID vaccines are going to be approved for boosters? In the future, I, I would assume so. Once you know, Darren is done with theirs. I believe Johnson and Johnson is working on his one as well. So, I would assume as soon as they're done um, and can prove that they're safe for for children, um, they'll be approved as well. Whether it's an EUA or just like fully approved through the FDA. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have any other message for us this week, Vaughn? You know, um, appreciate everyone getting vaccinated. Uh, I know that the vaccinations are pain and well, the neck, not the arm, but they're pain, but they're worth it. Um, they definitely help protect family, friends, um, and those that could get sick. So if you know anyone that's still on the fence about it, um, please encourage them to get vaccinated. If you know anyone that's eligible for a booster, please encourage them to contact the Menominee Tribal Clinic so they can get one. Um, and remember, don't kiss strangers. Be safe this week. Thank you, Vaughn. You bet. Uh, YWANN for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to podcasts on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. If you have any topic suggestions or questions about COVID, you can send those to us at podcast at mitw.org.